Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your girl, Kelsey Lowe. Um, I'm here to guide you on the self-love journey and empower you and motivate you, inspire you along the way by sharing some of the things that I've experienced and, and sharing that in, in with you and in hopes of empowering you to love and lead. And, you know, there's so many different flavors of emotions that life brings us. And I have been in Mexico uh, while recording this. I'm in Mexico right now recording this in Cozumel Island. And I've been with three married couples, two of them, my brother, my sister, my mom, she's newly remarried. I'm with a bunch of people that are all couples, okay? And then the other person that's not a couple, the only reason her man's not here is because of a visa issue. You know what I mean? So if he were to come, it would be four married couples, okay? So while I've been here, I've been noticing that I was like, oh, finding myself jealous, finding myself thinking about my past relationships, almost like my ego is trying to figure out why I don't have anyone here. (laughs) And so if you guys, you guys know, I talk about the law of attraction and that is not a downstream thought, right? If we're floating in a river, we can float downstream or we can tire ourselves out by swimming upstream. And we kind of like stay in one place and we use up all of our energy. And so a thought like that is swimming upstream. If I'm thinking, how the hell did I get here by not having anyone with me, right? And then I start thinking about past relationships and dwelling on the things that went wrong and think. And so I found myself kind of ruminating about it the other day. And so that's why I wanted to do a podcast episode talking about this. Because if I'm thinking about it, then maybe you are too. This is for the single ladies. I guess I should preface that for anyone that's listening. This is for the single ladies. And I, um, I was born in 1991. This year, in 2021, I will be 30 years old. What? That seems so crazy, you guys. I do not feel like I'm 30. Like, anyone else totally not feel their age? Like, seriously. And it's funny, because when I'm in Mexico and I'm traveling or I'm living in you know, a co-living situation, or I have an apartment that I'm renting where I'm hanging out with a bunch of other digital nomads that are, have a very similar lifestyle to me that are also single, that have an online business, don't have kids. Like I feel so, you know, we are a product of our environment. And so I think that's an important thing that we need to notice that I feel on fire. Like my life is complete and everything is perfect when I'm hanging out with other people that are like me. But then just after 10 days of hanging out with people that are married couples, all of a sudden I'm like, why am I not married? Oh my God, I want to have a boyfriend. Oh my God, is it too late? Oh my gosh, what if I don't find someone, right? All of these fears, all of these fear gremlins and these little voices that start coming in and creating this process of ruminating. And if you don't know what that word is, ruminating is when you worry over and over and over and over again when you are consistently worrying on the same type of thing. And so what I did to kind of shift myself out of that is, I mean, I've done a lot of manifestation methods and techniques, and there's a lot of things that I use all the time, which by the way, is in the bold vision toolkit. I did a new year's sale for that. And I had someone message me saying that since going through all of the processes in November, oh no, it was a black Friday sale. Since going over the black, the bold vision toolkit, and all of the manifestation methods, she's already, okay, and we're only like in the, she's already reached her 90-day goals of savings because of the manifestation methods she used in that process. And so I like talking about manifestation methods, and I have that available. I'll put the link in the show notes um, if you want to check out the Bold Vision Toolkit. Um, But I, I think about manifestation, and I think about the law of attraction, and I think about how 
what do I want to attract into my life? You know, I want to attract an amazing man. I want to attract love. I want to attract, um, partnership and fun and passion and all these different things. And so I open up my journal and I write it. What is it that I want to attract into my life? And there's a powerful question that I ask myself is who do I get to be in order to attract the man that I want to be with? And so I always bring it back to the self-love journey. Who do I get to be in order to attract that? And every time I see someone who is happily in a relationship or happily married, I, instead of look, because there's two ways we can look at it. When we see someone else that's happy, that has something we want, we can look at it from a state of fear where it's like, oh my gosh, there's another person that has what I want and I don't have it. Boo hoo on me. Like, and then the pity party starts. Or we can look at it from a state of love, from a viewpoint, a vantage point of love, love and fear. Those are the two ways we can look at life. If we look at it from a point of love, from abundance mindset is mm, the fact that I'm seeing it shows me that it's available to me. And I view it like I, 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 I literally imagine uploading. I'm like, I want to upload all of this energy, all of these vibes. Look at this beautiful relationship that I see, especially when I see like conflict, like healthy conflict, because I feel like I've been observing the people in my life that have healthy relationships for a while now, because I've had so many unhealthy relationships, not so many, but I've had quite a few unhealthy relationships on this podcast. I've talked about, um, being in a relationship that had a lot of narcissism and a lot of like manipulation. And I like found myself almost feeling brainwashed or mind fucked because I'd let it get so far to where I was not even knowing who I was because I was so scared of not being loved. And I was so scared of being alone. I was so scared of being like, I don't want to be the one to fuck this up because of this, I don't know, ego feeling of like, no, I want to try and make this work. Um, so I was putting up with like some really shitty stuff that you like, and if you relate with that, you know that it can be such a whirlwind, especially looking back on it, right? When you're in it, it's hell. Looking back on it, it's like, whoa, how did I put up with that? Why did I put up with that? And this is when forgiveness processes come in. Ohoponopono. It's a forgiveness prayer. It's a Hawaiian prayer. And it's, thank you. I love you. I forgive you. Will you forgive me? And this is healed so much within my heart, within my experience in life is doing these processes and having someone guide me through them. Um, I didn't even realize how much resentment I had towards myself for putting up with it, how much resentment I had towards men in general because of that one person and doing these, these, this forgiveness processes, it allowed me to believe in love again allowed me to believe in that love is possible for me. And it felt like I was able to cut the energetic ties that was keeping me anchored down to those awful experiences. That was also keeping me frozen and fearing getting in a relationship because I had this fear around men thinking that they just wanted to fuck me basically. Like just to put it right out there, I just felt like, Oh guys just want to have sex with me. And if they don't have sex with me, then they're probably end up being my friend, like just a close friend. But anyone that I felt was just trying to come onto me, I was so turned off by unless, right. Unless I was also attracted to them. Um, but it was just this very black and white view of relationships and through doing forgiveness practices, it's allowed me to trust people again. And so I was on a walk earlier today and I saw this guy and I just started being a little peeping Tom and he started stretching and he was at the end of this dock 
I'm in Cozumel Island right now, and he, you know, is doing a little yoga, and I can tell he has a snorkel on, he has a mask on. I'm straight up being a peeping Tom. And I'm looking at him, and all I'm thinking is, oh, universe, God, Lord, thank you for letting me be here right now to see this. Because all I kept thinking was, in some other world, that is my husband. That guy right there that's by himself, enjoying a little afternoon snorkel in Mexico. Like, that is an attribute I want in a future man. And so instead of looking at it from a state of fear of like, oh, that's what I want and I don't have it. (laughs) And I don't have it. (laughs) Instead, I look at it as, wow, that's what I want and I'm uploading that into my experience. Because... It's all happening and it's all available for me. And I trust in, I trust in the laws of the universe that if I focus on that love and I allow myself to experience it, for example, if I was in a relationship, how would I feel? And so these are really powerful questions to ask yourself, to open up a journal and start journaling about is if I was already in my dream relationship, how would I feel? How would I wake up? How would I walk? How would I talk? How would I dress? How would I take care of myself? Like if you were already in that dream relationship with that dream person, whether it's a man or a woman, if you were in that dream relationship, how would you feel? How would you show up to your day? Uh, The sense of confidence, the sense of security, the sense of love, like describing it, you know, um, what are things that you would love to do with your future partner, right? Starting to plant the seed of visualizing the things that you do. Like I visualize holding hands a lot. You know, I visualize like being with that person and I I visualize having difficult conversations, but still having healthy conflict through it. Like I visualize all the things that I know is available to me in the relationships that I want. And I'm excited to look back one day and be like, look, look at this podcast episode that I told you once I'm with that person. And so I think that's a big thing too, is you get to remind yourself and be real with yourself about the fact that you are worthy of an amazing relationship. You are worthy of amazing relationship and you don't have to fix or heal or change yourself in order to be ready for that relationship. You're already ready for that relationship. You're already worthy of that relationship. I really feel like the way we connect to love with partnership is by connecting to love with the things that connecting to the things that we love to do. So for me, you know, I love traveling. I love creating. I love art. I love podcasting. Like there's so many things that I love to do. And if I continue to put myself in the things that I love doing and put my energy and my time and my, um, my passion into it, it's going to lead me towards other things that are in the same vibration of love, such as the relationships, you know? Um, and I also get to be open and trusting because I've noticed that I've had trust issues of trusting people again after feeling the immense like heartbreak and heartache of, you know, past breakups. And so there has to be a conscious decision. And I feel for me, I say it in my mind, I write it in my journal. I am open to the loving relationships. I am open. (laughs) That's not a great sentence. I'm open to relationships. I am open to meeting my man. I'm open to dating until I meet him, right? Because if you're not open to dating and you're not open to the possibility of meeting someone, you're probably not going to. 
if you keep saying out loud, like, there's no guys here, there's no one here, all the good guys are taken, I only meet assholes, or all the guys I meet are jerks, or all, you know, whatever those thoughts are, those are the thoughts that are shaping your beliefs. So if we want to attract an incredible relationship, we need to start to change how we talk about it. If you are talking in a doom, gloom, negative Nancy way, then you're going to attract more of that. That's the lens in which you are seeing the world. But if you start to adjust how you feel, and maybe it's not, you know, it's not this huge zero to a hundred shift. It's little by little shifts. So I want to give you a prompt, um, to use for journaling. And it's, I've decided that dot, dot, dot. The second one is I'm in the process of, and this is such a powerful, um, opener sentence. I'm in the process of, because anything that you don't feel is actually true yet, you can add, I'm in the process of. So for example, you know, I'm married. If I say that, it's such a lie and I can feel it. It feels like a lie and it just feels weird. But if I say I'm in the process of getting married, it still feels like a lie, honestly. So let's make it even more general and broad. I'm in the process of meeting someone that I want to spend my time with. That feels true. I'm in the process of trusting men. I'm in the process of opening myself up to a relationship. I'm in the process of meeting my man. I'm in the process of meeting my king. I'm in the process of meeting incredible men. I meet incredible men all the time. I meet incredible women all the time. I'm so grateful for the relationships in my life. The positive relationships I have now is evidence of more positive relationships that are going to be coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is kind of a type of exercise that I teach in detail in the Bold Vision Toolkit, but the type of way I journal. I view it being a conversation with the universe giving thanks for what is, noticing it, and giving myself affirmations. And the more I give myself affirmations, the more I see it. But if at any point you don't believe it and it feels like a lie, go broad, go general. And you can add, I'm in the process of, okay? And so even if you are someone like me who's almost 30, single, no kids, I want to let you know you are whole and you are complete. You are whole and you are complete. There's nothing lacking in your life. But if having a relationship and a family is something you want, it's available to you. For me, I've been traveling. I've been working on my career. I've been exploring the world. I've been dating in every country I've been to. Um, But I haven't had someone that I've wanted to be committed to. And that's okay. That's beautiful. That means I haven't settled, you know? And so if anything, you can look at it like that. You being single in this moment is evidence that you are not willing to settle for anything but your king. And the caveat or the, the, the part in there that needs to be mentioned is, and I'm willing to date until I meet him, right? There is a sense of vulnerability that we have to be willing to put ourselves out there. 
And so I'm just declaring to all of you guys, 2021, Kelsey's going to be dating, okay? I'm going to go on dates. And I hope that you do too. As weird as the year might be and this past year has been, maybe that date is a FaceTime date and that's okay too, right? There's a level of vulnerability and intimacy that's required, but it's all possible. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will catch you on the next episode.